This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Hi everyone, welcome to this video. Today we're going to talk about five things that drive us nuts when we live in Russia. Lots of people told us we should not talk about this, um, but in another video very soon we will talk about the five things we love about Russia. So this is just kind of sharing our experience, what it's like being a foreigner in Russia. The first one is that Russians have no concept of lines. This materializes in many, many ways. I will give a story from my experience and Marcus can give a story of, from, from his time in Russia too. The best example I can give of this is when I went to study in Russia, you had to do a medical exam. The medical exam, you get to the doctor's office and there's like seven or eight doctors you have to see. You have to do like a vision test. They test your um, heart that you do like an x-ray. I, I mean, it's way in depth for studying, but that's just the rule in Russia. Well, I get there. There's not that many people in line, but you have to get in a line behind each door for each doctor, right? So you get in line on the first one, you see the doctor, and then you go on to the next one. Well, Russians don't see it that way. The way Russians see it is one person comes in, they go to the first door, and they tell the person who's last in line, I'm behind you. Then they immediately go to the second door, and they tell the person in line who's there, I'm you know, behind you. Well, then what happens is that you think you're third in line, but there's actually nine people between, you know, the second and the third person in line. So the person ahead of me went into the doctor, came out, and then this other lady just scurries right in. And I say like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she's like, oh yeah, I was behind him. I was behind him. And so it just, what should have taken, I don't know, maybe two or three hours took literally two full work days of waiting in all of these lines to see all of the different doctors, to get all of the signatures and stamps on the medical certificate. Very, very frustrating. What about you, Marcus? <laughs> um, I, okay, so we say the no, no concept of, of lines. I think it's just the concept of lines is completely different, right? So yeah. you are, if, if you're in line at the supermarket and they have you know, four cash registers or whatever. Um, usually there'll be a line at each cash, cash register, but if they're very, very close together, kind of like at, um, you know, Walmart, if they're, they're like uh, the, those quick lines, I would think, okay, I'm in line for any, the next one that opens up, right? Russians typically see it as four uh, separate lines. So I'm like, you know, standing there waiting for for one of the four windows to open or cash registers to open, and I'm I would be next, but they would kind of go past you, and stand right next to that window or or cash register, and this happens, uh, yeah, anywhere really. Um, in the metro, people cutting in front of you, um, if. There's, there's a Russian saying that um, how many Russians fit on a bus? One more, right? Because if there's yeah. space, then it will be filled by someone. No, even um, if there's not space, they will still, like on the metro at rush hour, if there's no right. space, they'll just I'm, I'm, find it. Literally, if there's any any space that they'll squeeze in there. Um, and, and I think this goes against our... I don't know, just just our upbringing because as Americans, you know, you have lots of space, you stay out of people's 
way. And then number two uh, on our list of what we uh, don't like about Russia is lack of personal boundaries. Yeah. Uh, a, a stranger could come up to you on the street or, you know, you're standing around waiting for a bus and they're standing right next to you, touch, touching your shoulder to shoulder. And you think, why is he standing so close? Or why, you know, that's odd, very odd. And if you're in line, especially, they don't want to lose their spot, you know, right. if there's extra space there. So they'll stand really close to you. And it's odd at like a, at a, at a bank, you're, you're talking about your finances or, you know, or at a doctor's office or something. And, and that's personal information you don't want leaking out, right? So that's definitely this lack of personal boundaries. Um, definitely, well, you'll notice goes, that uh, when, when I you think go it to goes Russia. one step further than that too. I encountered many, many times. I would even go so far as to say it happens multiple times a week, where just some stranger will come up and give you some piece of advice, but it's never a positive piece of advice. They'll just come up and tell you you're doing this wrong, it's criticism, you're doing that wrong, criticism. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just, one thing that comes to my mind very quickly, it bothered me at the time. I mean, obviously I didn't think about it much longer, but I was just walking the dog and this guy comes up and he just says, your dog looks like a rat for what, like, why would someone come up and even make a comment like that? I just can't even, cannot even think of why I would go up to a stranger and give some negative opinion of mine to them. It's just strange. Have you, but have you ever been told? Have you ever been told by a, well, by anyone, but especially a Russian uh, babushka oh, that yeah. you, you walk out in the winter, like really quickly, maybe short. to, uh, so, so you walk out in shorts or something to get, to yeah. get something to go, you know, into the next, next shop in the same building. Yeah. And she's like, one time <laughs> uh, she had a rolled, a rolled newspaper and slapped uh, my friend on the bottom because, you know, slapped his butt and she's like, shame on you for being dressed so, you know, so uh, yeah. not, you know, not dressed for the, for the weather. And we we're just going into the next door. Right. So you'll get that, those pieces of advice, unsolicited pieces of advice from right. complete strangers. And they're kind of upfront in your face. This looks right. terrible. Your Russian right. is terrible. Something right, like that. right. Well, again, it's not necessarily that they're giving you advice. It's just that they're not, it's not even like they're in a conversation with you. I'm talking about people who literally walk out of their way to tell you something negative. It's just it's strange, but you right. get used to it. Um, the next thing on our list to is, ignore it, ignoring it. <laughs> right, right. But the next thing on our list is asking multiple times and getting different answers every single time. This happens all the time in Russia especially if you are asking someone in government bureaucracy, right? Like, how do I do X? Well, you do this. But then if you ask another guy, they'll give you a completely different answer. Just very frustrating, something that we encountered. If you're, if you're filling out a form, one employee will tell you something different, completely different than, than the next employee. Or if you, um, you call a call center and you know, I called, I called Tinkoff bank one time. I said, can, can I open an, an account as a foreigner? And I got, you know, the, the person on the line said, let me check. Came back. No, you cannot. Um, 
then I, I called again, got a different person. They're like, yeah, you can. <laughs> so, right. I mean, it's, it's constantly. You, well, what, you, what, you have what's that even more frustrating the about this is that the people who tell you, yes, you can and no, you can't are never the decision makers. This happens all right. the time, right? So like one person tells you you can, you go and you try to do it, then you can't. There's a different decision maker. And if you, if you suggest you can, that they you get to... go to their superior and ask, if you suggest that, they're like, no, no, I'm, I'm right. Right. I'm not going to ask my, my boss. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the next one, number four is, okay, so this was very, very odd to me at first. Russians find it very hard to celebrate other people's fortune or success. Yep. Um, I mean, so Russian friendship is very deep. You can share a lot of a lot of things with your really good friends, but sometimes even you know the good friends you would, you would expect maybe from acquaintances or people you don't know to kind of judge you or or uh, you know you you share something. And they're like, why are you complaining about that? Or your life's much better than mine. But sometimes it comes from friends and they kind of like slips out. And so, for example, um, we had a lot of Russian friends before we moved from Russia to, to Europe. A lot of friends would, um, or you know, acquaintances were bummed because we were leaving Russia and they weren't. Um, so they weren't should, like really. You should clarify though, Marcus. They were not mad because you had that opportunity. They were mad because they also didn't have that opportunity. It's kind of like a jealousy right. thing. Exactly. And and in those circumstances, it's uh, sometimes depending on the person, you don't want to share information with that person because they will make those you know minor judgments about you or your your situation and it's like you don't want to be you you don't want them to bring you down with comments like oh that's it's like you say oh i got this good deal and and they have to one-up you or or but it's the opposite they have to say well um why would you do that or something you know have you had that experience yeah i mean i think it kind of goes a little bit differently for me, at least in my experience, I think one of the biggest sort of, I don't know, it's hard to say. I agree with you 100%. This definitely happens. Um, and it's sometimes surprising when it's a good friend, right? I think one of a good, a good example in my life is, you know, one of my wife's friends also being upset that, you know, we moved to the US for a period of time. You know, I would actually rather live in Russia the problem is that I couldn't find a good enough job in Russia at the time. Um, and so, and then, you know, they get angry or one of the things my wife always complains about is how other people count how much money she has. You always have, this yeah, thing. that's a money is a very sensitive topic in Russia. Nobody tells what their salary is, which is quite similar to the U S but Russians are always trying to figure out how much money you actually make. It's kind of, annoying sometimes, right? So like, if you don't bring a bottle of wine, that's ex expensive enough for what they think you make, you know, they'll think something of that or tell one of their friends, and then it gets back to you. And money is a very kind of strange topic in Russia. I would, I would well, a good that. example, a good example, I would say is, let's say, um, 
you know, you're, you're driving a nice car and um, a Russian might see that and say, oh, he has money, right? Even an acquaintance like, wow, you bought a new car. But they don't know where your, where your priorities are, right? Right. So they'll, they'll be quick to judge like, oh, he can, and, and then maybe you're out at dinner the next week and you say, oh, they can afford it because they, based on the car that you drive, you can right. afford to, to, to take the bill. Right. Those are the types of things, and, and they don't really ask. They just make that judgment and um, be like, oh, you know, he can afford right. it. Right, right. Based on the car right. you drive, so. Almost all Russians, again, they have assumptions about how much money you make. Again, this does not impact life. This does not impact you know, loving to live in Russia, but it is something that gets frustrating from time to time. Yeah. And the last thing on our list, number five, is customer service. And I want to make a statement real quick that while customer service in Russia is generally very, very bad, in Moscow it is changing, and in St. Petersburg it's also changing. Probably some of the other big cities where I haven't spent as much time as well, um, where you find customer service much better than you can find in the U.S. But generally, customer service in Russia is very, very bad. I would even go far to, as far to say that um, in Russia, I always got the feeling that when you were going into a shop or going in to buy something, that the onus of actually buying something was on you, not the seller who, you know, the salesperson who should be trying to sell you on something. I always felt that you go in and you ask a question and you, you feel like you're a burden to the salesperson. Right, Whereas, right. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm coming in to, to buy something. You should be trying to sell me on this to get me to buy it to get out of here. And you make, you know, commission, whatever. But in Russia, I always found, you know, that you were like a burden asking questions as the seller, which is. Kind yeah. Of and they would, they would express that in non-verbally too. They'd be like, ah, oh, you know, big yeah. size that somebody comes ex- in the shop. Do you have, do you have, you know, like these kinds of tomatoes? Ugh. Go over there. They're by the other tomatoes. We have that one, that one, and that one. You know, you just get uh-huh. terrible customer service in most places. Restaurants, too. It's like, if, especially as an American, Americans are very picky. I'm not. But you find Americans, they're like, oh, do you have that little ingredient in the pizza? They're like, I don't know. I need to go check. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and then they would say, oh, I would need to go check. And, and you know, an American or Westerner might think, oh, he's going to go check. But they're, right. they're just like, I would need to go check. You want me to go all the way back to the... Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, um, I, would, the... I, would say, I would say I've been in multiple situations where I have felt like I am annoying them by offering to buy, you know, whatever they're yes. selling. Like, yes, yes. I yes. just want to clarify a few things before I make my <laughs> final decision. Right. And they're just sighing or... Oh man, you're wasting my time. Although they're they're on you know they're on their at their job, right? So, so one example that I can give uh, when I go, I went into a mobile shop, uh, MTS. This was probably in t- uh, 2000. I want to say 2014 or 2013. Um, I can't remember what I wanted, but I went went up to a small mobile shop. I went up to the the counter. The girl is on her phone, looking at her phone the whole time. And I said, ah, I said, I want to put some money on my phone because I was out for the month or whatever. And 
she didn't look up the whole time she was talking. Well, she didn't talk that much, but she didn't look up into you know to see who was there. Right. Uh, she just said, "The system is down. Come back later." I thought that was super representative. Rude. Representative though of customer service that you can definitely get. That's Russia. a good example. Yeah. Yeah. So. so anyway, those are the five things that bother us when we're in Russia. Um, none of them are deal breakers for sure, but they are definitely things that are um, very apparent if you're uh, paying attention to them. Um, but if you have other things that you found annoying in, in Russia, let us know in the comments below. We'd lo love to hear. Maybe we can make another video about other things. <laughs> this was Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from an Expat Russia. We hope you enjoyed the video. And if you have a question about Russia, let us know in the comments. We'll answer it in another video.